0: This is my Father's world, and to my listening ears all nature sings and World, I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees, of skies and seas. His hands, the wonders wrought. This is my father's world. Oh. Yet. That though the wrong seems off so strong, God is the ruler yet. This is my father's. Wife. died, shall be satisfied, and earth and heaven be one.
1: Psalm 19, 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. Today we're going to begin... I look at Psalm 19 for a couple days. And Psalm 19 is one of the three great word psalms. One of the three great psalms that celebrates the gift of God's word to us. And how if we meditate on it, it can transform us. And Psalm 1, Psalm 19, Psalm 119. So easy to remember. And here in Psalm 19, we hear the sound of three voices all singing in harmony. And C.S. Lewis said this was the most perfect piece of poetry that had ever been penned. That's pretty high praise from someone who had read a significant amount of poetry. This is a psalm of praise, and it's a praise for the world and a praise for the Word, and it shows the glory of both. So spend some time today, this week, reading through it over and over, and you'll notice a pattern. There's a pattern of revelation And then response. You could say this is the relationship equation. Revelation plus response equals relationship. You can't have a relationship if one person is doing all the talking. Relationships with inanimate objects can only last so long. Right now, all four of our children have deep, significant attachments and relationships with certain stuffed animals. But eventually... Those will fade, and they'll need to be replaced with real people. There must be revelation, then response. See, if all you have is your response to God, and you don't hear his revelation, it's no relationship. But if all there is is his revelation, and there's no response, there's no relationship. And in this psalm, we're celebrating two forms of revelation, and then it culminates with a response. So 1 through 6, he celebrates God's revelation in creation. 7 through 11, Celebrates God's revelation through his word. Then 12 through 14 is the response. And the response culminates with a, a cry asking the Lord to make the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart acceptable in his sight. And it's interesting. I wonder if it's going too far. Perhaps it is. To say that the voices of creation and the voice of the word are not complete until our voice is added in. You have these three voices. Maybe that is too far, but at the very least, you have this invitation for us to join in the song. So in this song, you hear three great speeches. The speech of the heavens, the speech of the Bible, and then the speech of the king. So think about verse 1 and 2 today. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. Eh, verse 3-2, There is no speech, nor are there words, whose voice is not heard. So 1-6 through six is the testimony of creation. And you know, different ages need this for different reasons. So Paul in Romans 1 says, talks about how they need this because their problem is that they're tempted to worship the sun, the moon, the stars, turn them into idols. We need this because we are tempted to explain them away as nothing but a happy accident. Either way, you miss their message. Now in verse 1, you have the heavens and the sky, or also translate the sky, the firmament, the expanse. The key pattern for poetry In the Bible, it's parallelism, so you're always looking at how each line parallels. So the heavens and the sky, and then it talks about day and night. So I think maybe a better way to think of sky is the firmament, the expanse, the night sky. The heavens are the sky during the day. The firmament, the expanse is the sky at night. And notice neither is calling attention to itself but to God's workmanship. And they're declaring something. They're proclaiming something. Do you hear all the proclamation language? They declare, they proclaim, they pour out their speech, they reveal. They're saying something. Do you hear it? It's pouring forth, it's this irresistible flow. And then notice there's a time rhythm. Day to day pours out speech. There's a regularity, a rhythm. Do you hear the message of the unbroken sequence? So every morning when your alarm clock wakes you up, that's an announcement of the rhythm and regularity of the the gift of the Lord. It's a gift of rhythm and routine. Maybe one of the hardest things in this current context is the fact that all routines have been shattered, but a regular rhythmic routine is a gift of the Lord. And there's a voice. Do you hear it? So let's spend some time this week meditating on this psalm. And one of the things we'll encounter is a God who delights to reveal himself. He delights to reveal himself in his world and in his word. And we want to be the kind of people who delight in responding, receiving and responding to that revelation.
0: Praise God from whom all Blessings flow, praise him all creatures here below, praise him above